My fingers. We're live. Are we? Yeah. Screen. My screen is still almost shaded like we're not. Oh, it says go. You're good. So, we have a lot to catch up on. We haven't potted in a while. P- Purdue is the number one team in the nation. Oh, no, wait, that was... Oh. Finally, it's about time. You it's know about what time. disrespect that was shown to Purdue? We're not number one anymore. Why? Oh, man, just by the time... Thanks, Somebody, man. I don't know, was it in our group? No, I don't think I don't think any of us are this mean. Somebody on Twitter said it is the most Purdue thing ever to finally get to number one and then lose to an unranked Rutgers team who's never beaten a top team in there. In well, if you, if Perfect. you uh, the, the term Purdueing it, I came up with it, I think five to seven years ago when I said, whenever everything is set out before you and everything's perfect and everybody's finally on board and you've got the wind at your back, I don't that's like that when term. you poop the bed. In I don't like that term. I think, I think I don't like that term. Clemson I hate Clemson. that term because it happens. Yeah. I hate it. Clemson <laughs> used to Clemson term. it. It was Clemsoning. And that's been retired. So all Purdue has to do is win three or four national championships in football. Sure. Or um, basketball. I'll take or it. basketball. No, not picky. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't know. Where do we begin? How far back should we go? Let's start at the beginning. <laughs> you mean like, John Wooden's playing career, I assume, yeah. is where you'd yeah, like to go? Oh, yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah that's by a lot. Right there. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Welcome to the Boyle Sports Handsome Hour. It is Jay Boiladad and Anish. It is a December holiday edition. I'm wearing my Bullet Sports hat. For those watching the stream, there's a couple hats left. Get yours now. Left. Hey, there's still time. There's still time before Christmas to shop in the Bullet Sports OnlyFans store. And you can get yourself <laughs> some goodies. You can get a little nice. You, well, don't advertise the stickers because we might be running no, out. We got enough. We, we, they, they, oh, come got they come from the Indian office. That's right. That's right. They come from the central part of the country, so yep. those will get to you no matter where you are very quickly. Okay. Um, okay. I've been firing rocks glasses out of here. Just pew, 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 I don't just think pew, that's pew. safe. Is it? Hey, no, hey, man, they're safe. getting there. Um, yeah, Travis Mosley says I hate big group video chats, even with people I know I like. Yes. Yeah, but I this agree. isn't one of those. This is yeah, this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be more fun. We'll be talking about uh, common uh, misery points and things like that, and uh, you know, fun things. But it's mostly it's it's uh, you know a balance. Life is about balance. It's about you know having uh, great teams, but also you know uh, suffering the uh, tripping over your extremities. <laughs> great teams like the Purdue football team. Great yeah. team, eight that, and four. Eight. Eight wins. Eight win team. Soon to be nine. You said something, Dowd. You, brother, Dad. You said something during your last quick cast, which was, mm-hmm. was it two, the first time Purdue football has had two All Americans since eighty two. Nineteen eighty two. Or eighteen eighty two. Who the hell was on the team in nineteen eighty two? That was that. It was good? Mark Herman and somebody. Oh, okay. Like a lineman it, or something. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's somebody that literally nobody how, remembers. That's astounding. How did how. Is that that's just how like, is there nobody on the the Rose Bowl era team with yeah. those linemen and those defenses and yeah, the, I don't know like even the incredible. even the Orton teams like how because that you would was think, awesome that Orton so team good. remember they had great defenders right great defensive so players you had Stubblefield and yeah. Orton and like Kudavides and Gardner and goodness gracious 
But I mean, that's the level of that. star that that's the level of star that Karloftis and Bell are, which is awesome. Yeah. But it's kind right. of like astounding. It also like uh, for Purdue history. Also, it's as it's as astounding as as not ever being number one to me. It's a similar mm-hmm. like you're like that's a lot of good teams that have come through those doors that didn't achieve that, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was either like it was similar things, which is that well timed loss right. actually usually happened before it was ranked rather than like right after um i i had this already but last week you know we were we were um you know uh, life yeah life had uh life uh got in the way but Mm -hmm. like you know the teams that should have been number one and every time it was really kind of like all whatever six times that i had listed it was like either justified there's another team that was clearly ahead of them right, or right. like they bad had timing, this like right? quite a terrible loss and it was bad timing right. yeah exactly mm-hmm. um honestly the two that you know 94 was probably the shafted year that's the one year that you can actually look at it and you can say arkansas probably i think they were number two to unc and in reality arkansas probably should have been number either, either arkansas or purdue probably should have been number one that was mm-hmm. a unc team with Oh my gosh. Um the center right. oh, the center on the Pistons and on the Blazers, uh Sheed. Um Rashid Wallace. And that team they, was nasty, by the way. And, that North Carolina they, team was good. And they flamed out early in they the had, uh, tournament. They had the great though. shooting guard who played forever McCants, in the NBA. right? Oh, they didn't have forward. Antoine Jameson on that team, did they? No, I... no, you're too early. You're about two years too early. But um, um yeah, like that Stackhouse. Was... Stackhouse and Wallace. Stack on that on team. That team? Oh. Yeah. 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 They um, were together. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And ridiculous. so they were really talented, but they flamed out really early. They had mm-hmm. a couple bad losses and they were kind of coasting off of resume versus, you know, what, like what Purdue and Arkansas that year were. That should have probably, you know, in the last 40 years, that's probably mm-hmm. Purdue's real time that they were shafted for number mm-hmm. one. Every mm-hmm. other time was like what happened last week, which is like you know bad losses or um you know it was just other team like a great other team that just wasn't undefeated i wish i wish they had gotten number one in a week where they had like two games at home like like that was a tough setup too you get number one and you got to go on the road which you know first road game i mean first conference road game we can all agree that Rutgers. that's the game you absolutely should win that's a game you should be pissed off that they lost but that's a good environment we were telling you in the Hammonds era, when that stadium was, or when that gym when they were bad. was empty, we yeah. were like, whoa, this could be really cool yep. if people actually went. Yep. And then and I think the, the second time we went, it mm-hmm. was, you know, there were people in there. And I was and like, was wow, close. this is like a really mm-hmm. rowdy, like big high school gym. Like it kind of had that feel. And I don't mean that yes. in like an insulting way. I mean that it's really cool if you're not going to oh, have and this. It's like, <clears throat> it's like Penn State used to be. The fans are absolutely on top of it, you. It's, they're on top. And it's it's only 8,000. And it doesn't get as loud as Mackey. But it just feels like there's nowhere to go. And I can't imagine what that feels like on the floor. Yeah. But, you know, so they get that as the first of those two games. And then they got to play a neutral site game against a pretty sprightly uh, NC State team. And I just I can't help but think about like all I really wanted because I didn't expect they weren't going to stay number one all season. I didn't no, have some no. some idea that they were going to be number one even into the new year necessarily. But um, I did think there was a I wanted them to do it for more than a week because I think there have been eight Big Ten teams that have been number one, and two of them, three now, only lasted a week. Iowa is- and Wisconsin both got there once and were right out of the number one spot. And if Purdue had it- just won that records game, they'd still be number one and. 
Wisconsin very similarly lost on the or on a neutral an court to an unranked team. Apparently, mm-hmm. a whole like this happens all the time to mm-hmm. first time ranked, um, sure, you know, first time I number get one ranked teams, yeah. and it's actually it like knowing that it happens like there's like a dozen examples of it um is like at both heartening because also like those are teams that rebounded from it like those were often teams that like and you'd rather have it happen early rather than later so like is you know oh you know what if you look back at the end of the year and they get a number one seed or the or the best outcome happens that we're all thinking about yeah i'll be happy to talk to my Rutgers fan Greg grad friends and say, yeah. you guys had good for you. Good win. Good for hey, man. you. But, but even like two minutes into the game, what I was tweeting oh. was that Steve Peichel is really good, man. He did like, a great job. He's like, done a great job there. He is a good for Rutgers basketball. Like <laughs> man, talk about manufacturing something out of nothing. Four straight wins against Purdue. These are four good Purdue teams, or at least three good Purdue teams, right? Yeah. That that program, I don't know if you remember, but when Purdue was beating them by 50, with a good Purdue team, but not a, you know, Hammonds, Final Four condemned Hammonds Purdue and team, Ray Davis, yeah. Like, I remember thinking, how are they ever going to be anything but a doormat. I mean, you, you're obviously not going to lose every game by 50, but you look at that and you're like, the, the gap between them and the rest of the Big Ten looked, it looked like Northwestern football in the 80s, right? Like, it looked like just insurmountable. And it wasn't that long ago, and here they are, beating yeah. Purdue, making the tournament. Uh, you know, I, I agree. I think Peichel has done more than anybody could expect someone to do there. And We'll see what they do. I mean, he's got some talent there, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the other thing. I was kind of – I didn't even realize they, that. They attract guys from New York City, so you get guys that are athletic and can score, right? And so yeah. the hard thing Slashers. he has is yeah. he's tried to teach these guys defense, which a lot of guys come in there and they haven't played defense in their career, right? So mm-hmm. – and he has them disciplined, man. Like, I mean, he always has them smart. You know, that's how they beat Purdue four straight mm-hmm. times, is that he always has them believe. all on the same page. Four straight and times. But I didn't realize that. that. He's yeah. got two guys to me, and he's had them for the last the, – the four times they've beaten Purdue that are pros. Those mm. guys are really tough to stop from scoring, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Even when Purdue has a shutdown defender, it's tough to stop. And Harper this Purdue and, team and doesn't. Harper. This Purdue team doesn't they even do have an average defender. <laughs> right. the, oh, the closest to it right now is Morton. And, and that's not and great. He's not there. He's not nope. there. He, Morton <laughs> would be a great fourth wing defender. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, um, like it is, it is kind of alarming. He's, you know, he's uh, got high IQ. Um, he's, uh, you know, knows where to be, knows where you know, I, positions. I said this to you guys in the, in the group chat, when I watched him up close in Brooklyn, he, he even has the legs of the middle-aged guy at the watch. <laughs> he just has this, you know, he looks like he's going to hustle. He's going to yell at get pick. When I You pick, you then roll. I'm going to pass you the ball. No, they're so extremely weird. hairy. His it's legs are extremely hairy. Like a middle the hair is very dark, and his skin saying. is very white. Yes. So yes. he's he looks from, like a white. His shorts are relatively short. His Butler PA. Uh, I think he wears white sneakers with a black swoosh. <laughs> the New Balance, I believe. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. Now listen, no listen. No, but I when he's Purdue's best wing defender, it's like Eric Hunter. Thank God, you know? thank God he was there ever since he stayed. Hope, hope I mean, they score eighty or ninety points is basically what you find yourself well, thinking. But even then, mm. like he, it was really just down the stretch. Like during the during gameplay, it wasn't great. Um, no. Now, but he was playing better than, you know, again, this is not a great statement, but he was playing better than, you know, Newman was playing. Um, you know, Sasha was having a really bad game until that kind no of end stretch. Except for Trey was having a good game until I think four minutes to go. I mean, it was really far down. And when you look at I mean, yeah, how many, and... how many points were on the board with like four minutes to go and then they finished with 82. It's yeah. It's, you know how we've said that, that there have been a few times where they were tight games, Purdue played a lot better than they did against NC State against like Nova and, and uh, UNC. Mm-hmm. And then Purdue's talent and depth wins out because teams just can't, don't have the legs for that. That happened with NC State, but it took, it took the game. last few minutes and yeah. over time it was very apparent, yeah. right? Like they were broken when they, and we've been there as Purdue fans. When yeah. that game went to overtime, you knew it was over, yeah. If it was the other way around, you would have said, hey, it's over. If a team comes back, you owned it. The Purdue didn't lead that game till the final minute, I think. Like, I mean, and that, but that was when, because Newman didn't have it going. And, you know, Morton wasn't really an offensive threat. Well, nobody but, had it going except but then, for Williams for and, a half. And then yeah. Sasha started hitting threes. And then, um, and then Eric Hunter well, had he, those. Didn't Sasha you know, only hit one plays. three in that closing minute? And then that he had that finger roll. That right? three, yes. yes. So those. So it wasn't like he was doing what Sasha does, which is just like oh, happened fire, in right? overtime. He had, he had nothing until pretty far into the game. Like I want to say, in the last five to seven minutes, he still had zero. So, so it's that's, you know, it's literally like everything that could go wrong offensively went wrong in the last but that's two games. The, and all it took was a combination of them for just one of them to hit. This is what Michael was saying before, which is like if one of those wings, Sasha Newman, yep. um, you know, uh, like Morton, um, uh, and um, yeah, any of I mean, like any of the three, but really those are kind of the scorers out like mm-hmm. on the way. Hunter, I suppose, also. Um, yeah. Like he's an auxiliary scorer, going, right? He and Thompson well, are both auxiliary scorers. And so if any of them are shooting, you know, and Hunter, or I mean, uh, Thompson still seems a little hobbled, right? But oh, like, yeah. if yeah. even one of them had it going, this would have been a win, a, a gross win, a burn the tape win. Um, but it would have been it, like in regulation. Um, now what? it was like a, wow, count yourself lucky, I suppose. But like, treat way, it like a loss. I just want lucky. to throw a couple, couple things at you. I, I stand corrected. Purdue did not lead until Sasha three that, 15 seconds into overtime mm-hmm. they didn't lead until then they Unreal. get get this this is the thing i you know i always look back at the the play-by-play of things because i'm always curious they were down by eight eight yep. with three yep. and a half minutes three to minutes. go yep. yeah. 62 54 and they scored 82 points yeah yeah <laughs> you can't so that's why half the time we'll put a message in our little group that just says i don't i don't understand i don't understand anything right. that's all i know because I don't think they could have looked worse for three quarters, more than three quarters of that game. They looked confused, right? They looked list. It didn't look like one of those games where, okay. The other thing, guys... There were, there were guys that just weren't on the same page. right? Yeah. It, oh, throwing the ball away. Yep. M- m- poor communication. Getting trapped. 
yeah. those mistimed entry passes. I mean, like yeah. early in the game, it was Sasha trying to entry enter it to Edie before Edie had his man sealed. And like, <laughs> all you need to give him is another beat. You yeah. all should know that. Like we've seen the team do this by now. And he just kind of threw it in early and, you know, like Edie was kind of off balance. The other thing is like, I wonder how, um, you know, I wonder how, Edie would have been if those two or three bunnies early in the game just know, go down. Exactly. I mean, because he, he had he, great he, looks. They were yep. good looks. They yep. rolled off the rim. But like you guys have noticed strong. what I noticed with Edie. Yeah. Well, but he, he he was not playing with his passion, right? When he's holding the ball hard, like with his hands, like he means it, and when he's keeping the ball high, he's a different player. He was soft with the ball. He wasn't coming through with any like authority. And then, like at about. Like he started the Purdue started out zero to or eight to zero, right? Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. And um, and part of it was Edie was just playing really soft. Then he started playing like he should play, but the hole was already dug, right? That's right. Yeah. So it's like you know, I th- so um, there are a couple of problems with <laughs> with uh, you know Purdue and the offense. I think the center conversation is like fourth among them, like. You know, Jaden consistently driving, like and getting to the free throw line. You know, under control and all of this. That's a, that's an issue. Steady three point shooting. That's an issue. And perimeter defense is the number one issue, right? Oh, and yeah. Purdue can't stop anybody. What happens when you know, like you know, we're struggling against uh, Ron Harper Jr. What happens when uh, you know Johnny Jujang like um, right. you know appears in the tournament, right? In the mm-hmm. Elite Eight or Final Four. Like that becomes a matchup nightmare, and you just kind of hope you have to outscore them. Now you have the guns, but it's like so. There's that. There's a comment over here. John Younger talks about intensity, and he sees Trey and Ivy were the two guys that are awake. And I think if you're seeing Ivy as awake, you're ignoring half of the ball. And I, I said this to you guys on, on on our internal conversations. Ivy was good offensively, and he was a liability defensively for much much of that game. He was and gambling. Painter talked he was, about he was the free safety, yeah. And Painter talked right. about it without saying it. Yeah. He's getting he's getting. If like you said, I think you had a great quote, which was, you can't go for those steals unless you're Ivy. And even Ivy can't go for those steals because as soon as you go that far out and you're not in position, now the rotation becomes really slow and sloppy, and now they're going to get an open look, right? It, ha- it happened it over and over and over. It, it works when you have a team like, you know, um, you know, with Dakota Mathias and Vincent Edwards, and, yeah. you know, you've got good wing defenders, like kind of that can, that can overhelp. And then you yeah. have kind of a free yeah. safety, which is what Carson often did. He either Carson either often got beat or he was the free safety, mm-hmm. but he had wing defenders that could kind of cover for him. Um, that's, that's a great point because Carson did the exact same thing that Ivy did. He was looking for the breakaway all the time. Right. He knew that if he could get cooking on that, then good things would happen elsewhere. And he, he's kind of, he was a mo- momentum player, just like Ivy. The difference is he had four defenders around him who were dogs, mm-hmm. right? They were beasts. And now we don't really have that. Now, here's the question. Let me ask you two a question. Will Purdue's defense catch up like it does generally in January? Will we see this defense hit its stride? I don't feel like this team has it in them. I may be wrong. But I, I don't, don't I like don't it. think it has the individuals, but these are right. smart players. Yep. And really it just takes, you know, so we say buy-in from Ivy. It It's not necessarily buy-in. It's, you know, the, the burden of being the star like he is, is mm-hmm. that he is the engine of the offense and sure. he's also being asked to be the engine of the defense. And that's just uh, like tiring. Now, 
the benefit is that he doesn't have to play 40 minutes a game. You know, that's how deep this Purdue team is. Um, and ideally you're going to have a double digit lead that you can bench him for. And like, you can have him get, you know, some breather, but you know, asking, you know, we, we, he's so good that we often forget that he's 19 years old when, you know, this is his second year play, you know, or like this is kind of functionally, you know, his second year playing this, that was his first big 10 road game with a crowd, um, and being asked to be the best perimeter defender and produce the engine of produce perimeter offense takes a lot of gas. I, that is, what and he's playing more minutes than anybody too. He's still playing more minutes than anybody, right. and right. that is kind of what you're hoping for to kick in. You know, in the middle of Big Ten season, in the middle of January, right? Um, which I, I think it can. They have pieces. Newman has good length. Sasha has good length. Like, all they need to do is be in good position. As much as I love Trey, he is often a liability on defense. Um, I mean, like, you know, get letting people get by him, not having his hands up, going for steals. Now we pay it off that, you know, at the end exactly. of the game. You're bringing but, up that play that he was in, he was in bad position on two of those oh. final plays that stopped. NC State from scoring because he was going for the steal. He was getting in the passing lane, which yeah, you can't really afford to do that that deep in that that defense, right? When he but, does it, he's out of position generally. He's already stepped around his man, and so if that ball gets through, it's an easy dunk. Easy and there's dunk. nobody, and there's nobody, you know, uh, nobody to help really. Um, right. You know, the power forwards, like you know, the the other thing. So honestly, like it, it, the the biggest thing is that the perimeter defense and the shots weren't falling. Right. right. But the, the thing that kind of went unnoticed is that like Caleb first finally started playing like a freshman, right? Like Caleb right. first finally started right. playing like, Hey, this was his first time playing high level college basketball. So um, do you think that's because I don't think it's fatigue. I don't think, I don't think it's that. I think it's the pressure pushing down on you of a, of a, an away game is that it is it that simple or is it his first else? his first major away game with a big crowd right i mean right. like all of the other big ones were neutral court right yep. Yep. um and he'll get better that's that's actually so i say this even though i i, I think trey's gonna end up in the starting lineup um against butler um yeah. but like i i could see gillis starting you know over first like as a as a decision painter makes before the center decision. He's a starter. <laughs> I mean, this isn't who, a slap uh, in the who, face. Gillis? Yeah, no. Gillis, Gillis is, is a starter. starter. Yeah. So Williams is think? a starter. You Hunter is even a starter. If you bring in a starter to start because they're playing better, it's not it's not so the, disrespect. It's just the, saying this guy's this guy's playing better ball right now. So the the center thing is interesting because we have like two and a half years of a track record of Trey starting games off really slow and Zach's mm -hmm. and now like a year of Zach starting games really quickly. Right. The problem is now we have like three or four games like of Trey being the best player on the team. Um, and you know, Edie starting a little slow. And so I don't Trey's different this year though. Wouldn't we all agree? Days. I, I only, uh, I? I only would have, I, I mean, like I, that was my point a couple of weeks ago, which is when yeah. it was, this is Travion's team, but last, like the NC state game was when, you know, well, he chewed, let me, right? let me jump in on that. So he got 33 minutes. He had 12. He was 10 of 14 from the floor. I know, you know, most of this, but I just love reading this 22 points, 12 rebounds, nine assists, two steals, four blocks. Like what, a, like 
Hey, how plugs even in there? Speaking of things, he had five on. I I can't. Maybe you guys understand this. He had five on the official block count, and then they only they took one away after the the thing was finally released, which always bothers me because I'm like, how did um five looks plumper, looks more sexy. Um, uh, uh, Biggie, how did he not had get ever get a triple double? Um, because I was saying like they were one away. Like this was another step that kind of blew me away, which was like he was one away from Purdue's first triple double since whatever, whatever, whatever. And I was like, how? Really? Biggie never got one. Is that Joe really? Barry Carroll was the last double? That's it. Their triple yeah. double. And it's like, Joe how, Barry Carroll. And Biggie, like how with all of the Biggie games, and he was a really good passer. Like, right. How did he not do it? But like, I it makes know. sense. Like, if you look at the other guys, you say Glenn Robinson, uh, you can say Juwan Johnson. They all had uh, Carson Edwards. All these guys have parts of their game. You're like, okay, it makes sense. Carson wasn't a rebounder. Glenn Robinson never passed anybody. Um, you know, like, okay. But, I think Glenn Robinson had a lot of double doubles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> imagine long how, list. Imagine how quickly Katie would have called a timeout and started yelling at Big Dog if he passed it passed it out to anybody except Conzo. Maybe exactly. Conzo. Like, but yeah. you know what I mean? Waddell. Waddell. Well, he could he could mom the three too. Ooh, I don't know. Conzo was oh, man, open. Waddell was yeah. automatic. That was the thing, and that was the only thing that like. I mean, he didn't create his own shot. He brought the ball up, get it, and then he set up the corner. Four people were guarding inside. (laughs) You're bound to have one open. No doubt, no doubt. But like Biggie, like that doesn't make any daggum sense. Like it seems like Biggie should have gotten a triple double, and so I'm kind of hoping, I'm kind of rooting for it for Trey now. Oh heck yeah, that was it. I mean, he was one assist away. Um, I think. But by the way, the one thing we do we didn't talk about yet. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, So they were twelve of forty seven. From deep for the week. Oof. I mean, man. That's, Composite, that's, what, 26%, 25%, something like that? It's really bad. And, but uh, stunningly, you go to Ken Palm, and I'm pretty sure they still have the number one offense in the country. They do. They and do. I mean, like, so that kind of tells you like I said, that I it's not. So when, you, when, when it says kind of returning to, you know, regressing to the mean, that doesn't mean that this is who Purdue is anymore. It, it just means that it's somewhere in between Purdue's really hot start and now. That still means that the average of them or wherever that middle ground is still the best offense in the country. Right. But right. it doesn't mean that they're going to shoot 45% from three all se- as a team. As a team, right. But you will have guys like Sash who will go four or five games in a row shooting 45 to 50% from three. I mean, Right. Who's, Newman, had... by the way, Newman looks as off as he's looked since he got on campus, and he's a good shooter. He's not okay. He's a good shooter. Um, uh, Thompson can't shoot right now, and we, we can say that's his injury too. So you have three guys who can really shoot. They all shoot differently, right? I mean, Thompson shoots when he's open because of his height, right? But the other guys, they can shoot, and nobody's shooting well right now. That just tells me one of the – somebody asked the question – is Purdue done blowing teams out? I think they're going to beat the living hell out of one of the next three games. I think Just Butler. I don't up. think I. You know, Butler is good. They're not as good as they were, sure. Kind of in past years, but Butler is still a strong team. I don't like. I think this team kind of finds its its way versus Butler. I don't think Indianapolis is as much, especially against Butler. I don't think Indianapolis is as much of a issue um as it was in the past for this uh forsaken tournament which by the way because of the nature of notre dame right now too right i mean like you're not going to attract a ton of fans they're not as good iu well they they got the delusional 
uh, fans in Indianapolis all the time, right? So, so it's going to be it's going to be a quasi road game. Can I ask you a question? Does IU have the best front court in the country? Um, does IU have the best of anything in the country? Hey, they were Script second. Logos, they were second place in also receiving votes. Don't forget, they were ranked number two in <laughs> oh, also receiving Rab votes. Johnson, Isn't Rab there an Johnson article about play? there some someplace or a book about that someplace about them almost being twenty fifth? Because I bet IU. Would That's what I'm saying. They seriously, they, they, someone no, there no, was no, a headline. It was it was a headline in the preseason. Jeff Johns was like. IU second places number two in also receiving votes. It's great. It's, it's like, great. what? Really? Okay. It's kind of true. Definitely, I mean, technically, we're number right. two. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, but no, I, I think, you know, and what I'm really hoping for, I have full confidence in Sasha. Every time he shoots, I'm still convinced it's going in. He hasn't done enough to say, you know, to dissuade me from that. That dude, right. like, you know, he's got enough of a track record. I am hoping that the Butler game is some return, some sort of return to form uh, for Newman. I really want him to kind of round back into it. You want to see, I want to see a good game from him. Um, so I'm hoping this one's it. Well, if you listen to Painter, I've been listening to his post-game uh, comments for the last couple he does not believe there's something major happening that's a pot problem. He all he, he thinks it comes down to shot selection. I think he's right. I think it's I think it's pretty simple. Take bad shots. Don't do things within the offense. Um, getting out of form in the offense because you can't even get the ball across half court really matters. I think that's probably the biggest problem still. I mean, when Purdue I, I keep saying this in the quick cast, when Purdue figures out how to get a beat a trap, which is not difficult. It's just you got to help. You got to put them help in the middle. You got to put a, a relatively big man in the middle. It doesn't have to be a center, but somebody in the middle, grab the ball, get it right back to that guy, and you've beaten the. Don't I mean, panic. So don't go in the corner. Two notes there, which is spot on. One was that I think a large part of Newman's um, difficulties were those kind of poor shots. Like a couple of his threes, I don't mind as much as other people early shot clock threes. If you have a good shot, just take it. It's fine. But Newman took a couple of those early shot clock threes that were very bad, like that were contested, that weren't in the flow of the offense. And he airballed one. He an extra pass, and he airballed I mean, like really by two feet. Like, it wasn't close. It really I couldn't does believe look it was like him he's shooting. Just searching. Yeah, he's, yeah, it just seems like he's searching. And then yeah. the second thing is every time they – and I, I think all of them were towards Jay Money's side. Jay Money was on his traditional baseline courtside <laughs> seats. Um, back he, he was back to where he, you know, where he usually uh, belongs. The um, other thing didn't work. What do you want me to do? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed you to keep doing what? They've lost right, one game yeah, this year, it. and it's when I was up in the exactly. up in, in the, the nosebleeds in the in the twelfth row instead of the third. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, but it it's that um, a big usually tray flashing to the middle. Or setting a high, 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 meaning like before half court ball screen right, for right. Ivy. And all of a sudden, the defense either collapses on Ivy or is afraid. It's almost like they part because they're afraid of the kickout because he does mm -hmm. it so often. And Ivy ends up with a real nice layup or, you know, layup or slam, right? Yep. Um, yep. Like high ball screens. Or even like high dump offs and, you know, get it right back to him. That's like that gets Jaden Ivy rolling downhill. Um, 
and, and and it changes defenses, right? If you flush on a team a couple times, then they start really retreating to the basket. Then you leave shooters open. It just everything starts working. The it's Man. all comes down to point guard play, getting the ball across the court in a comfortable manner where you're not like running around with your hair on fire. Purdue needs Mackey like right now. And like, that's the other <laughs> thing is like, there's no, the, you know, a game in Mackey, like, like what you're saying. I mean, same thing John Faker is saying right here, which is the offenses look completely different and kind of out of sorts. They weren't moving. Um, really. It is just like, just a dose, just a quick dose of Mackey, you know, before, a couple or, you know, we have what incarnate word and Nichols, um, you know, coming up, which is nice. And then I think, is it a home game? Like, uh, is it home versus Wisconsin? Is the kind of first game? I think so. Into I think so because that would be it, nice. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. So um, you know that you know they play what three in a row at home? Is that true? I do think it's three in a row at home over New yeah. Year's. Yep. So like right after the Butler game, which is in Indy, which is kind of friendly confines now. Yeah, and I think yeah. all I think a lot of Purdue fans are going to show in you know uh, whatever the field house is called now. Uh, it's called the Gainbridge. Gainbridge. That's not Gainbridge is it? I think it's an investment company, but they have an, they have um, made many monies in their investment processes because they've been sponsoring everything. <laughs> so uh, we should get our name on one of these uh, on one of these arenas. It's just a matter of time, really. And it's not gonna be. Yeah. Uh, crypto crypto.com is now the staples center all we got to do is invest in some of these fake coins or invent invent something that really doesn't matter and doesn't mean anything and then have a bunch of morons just buy in and boiled coins come boiled on coins. no but then we'd be defrauding our people we don't want to do that no, no, boiled, that coin. <laughs> boiled coin black and gold is currency boiled, is boiled coin worth anything of course not <laughs> never neither was. is anything they've done for the last 15 years <laughs> Hey, again, astounding stats. This year was the first year that you all have podcasted about a ranked Purdue football team. It is that is true. That's that's a big deal. Um, uh, I don't know. Things are again. So things are bad, like in that sense, because you know Purdue, you know, uh, tripped over themselves like right when they got the number one seed. Purdue's still on track to be top four. I think you know Purdue to finish the season top four. Purdue is still top four, like still getting top four votes. There's no real consensus, you know, number one. Baylor is good, um, but kind of you know they're not perfect season good. It's impossible for them to lose, guys. Who, uh, who, Baylor, Baylor or yeah, they'll never I mean, lose again. They've got you know, Scott Drew. Who's ever doubted Scott Drew? We well, all nobody. knew he was a great coach, exactly. he's the greatest coach. This is the thing I think, if much as we can put that idea in the atmosphere that it's impossible for Baylor to lose when they lose to Kansas State, uh, we can just we can just kind of worm our way one one step closer to one again and then maybe maybe there's a good team in the acc like nc state who you know do us a favor you know do us two favors in a year one give oh. us a game we don't deserve and then beats duke a duke would be nice a duke win would be very nice nobody comes to bullet sports ross aid stadium says nate <laughs> well that's um, you don't even know nate we've been in conversations with uh, mike babinski for for minutes just now it yeah. just started uh, oh yeah as We've they as they they're going to add before. things onto the stadium, better fan experience. They talk about that. What better experience could it be other than having our faces plastered all over everywhere, everything? just everywhere. everywhere, just on every surface, every everywhere. on your board. seat. You every sit. Wait, I'm not going to say that, Joe. Wait, what? 
just <laughs> uh, okay. I, I so Purdue so um so here's a quick yes or no. Purdue uh number one again this season. No. Jay? I think probably not. I'm gonna go with no. Um I, I think there's more of it. I didn't think there'd be any chance then when I saw they're only dropped to three after that kind of week. They, they should have dropped even paint rankings. Yeah. Le- the dude, win. Everybody loves Painter. Everybody loves Painter. Right. At the end of that NC State game, they earned some of it back. They definitely did. Um, uh, you and I were talking I about. I don't think they're there yet. This is the problem, right? Because I'm the big Purdue about. teams never are in December. They're, that's true. This is I true. mean, the, the it's elite February. Paint owns February. Purdue owns February. Think about it that way. If they get better, and your question earlier about the defense, I don't know if we ever closed that loop. You had said, do you think they'll get better like Purdue defenses do? Right. Yes, yeah. they yeah. definitely yeah. will. Yeah. Yeah. No, they don't have the defenders that those Carson teams did, right? So both things can be true. The defense is going to get sure. better. Purdue's sure. going to hit their – like, think of it that way, guys. They're not near their stride yet which is kind of amazing to think about. And they've been number one. And they've been number one. So I don't really care if they don't get back to number one. I want to stay top five all season. I don't either. It's my wish list. Let's quietly fly along at three, four, two. Like, just Just stick around that top Yeah, lose a game, drop from two to five. Whatever. I think Purdue ends up up number one again exactly in February. Just like all in. In A stands for all, all in. I like it. A I all like in it. Ramaswamy. Oh, I already said I'm in, baby. I'm in he this is, year. He is all the way in. And I'm in. I'm in. But my my focus has shifted. Like you guys saw, I really wanted that number one badly for history's sake. Yeah. Yes. I really. That was it. That was really. You got it. Now, That's all you wanted. I'm, you just wanted I'm it. On. You just wanted it. You didn't and say you wanted to keep it. Early in, early in the year, another thing that Pretty we were asking. You. It's Another okay, thing we know. were asking was yes. uh, the w- when Purdue was kind of on their run and looking impossible to beat, we were like looking at that Wisconsin game and saying, will Purdue's first loss be before or after that Wisconsin <laughs> game? And I think all of us were like kind of yeah. looking at it and we're like, before that we can't really go into the, you know, into that game. But uh, you were you looking know, at Michigan. I, I was thought, looking at Wisconsin, but that still puts them in. Sorry. January, it was, Wisconsin. yeah, sorry. It was the We were looking over under the Michigan yeah. game and I was, yeah. I was thinking Wisconsin would be one yeah. that would be dropped, but like you drop or games. Rutgers. We all had that one. We were like, yeah, yeah it's going to Nobody comes into the rack. We've been saying this no, for no. years. Who, who, who hasn't said that? Exactly. Man, um, I got to tell you the one thing they did, right. I love a Jersey, Jersey Mike sub. I do. Oh, delicious. Toasty. It's not bad. By the way. See, I go um, there. See, Jimmy John's is, is a good place. But if I need a warm sub, like on a chilly day, I'll go there. I'll go there. Jersey Mike's Arena, Mike's baby. Um, nice. I just have to uh, give some some credit to some of the creativity. And they, You were coming up with the different things that produce sponsorships. We have Mark Garrity, uh, the Bold Sports Cigar Lounge, um, Steve McCabe, Bulls, Boiled Desk Sports Marketing, <laughs> BDSM, I think is where he's going with that. Uh, for those of you who didn't catch on to that, um, yeah, J Money Bourbon Tasting Port South of Roman Field at Ball, Ball Sports Ross Aid Stadium. I like that. That's catchy. Oh, yeah, that's the South End Zone. That's Morgantown, baby. Well, then John Faker says the Ball Sports Analytics Desk at the South Ross Aid Pavilion, which nobody goes to. Yeah. Hey, man. Brought to you We're by perfect. There's plenty Sports. of space. We're being told again that the South End Zone is going to happen. Yep. Uh, are we? Yep. I mean, like, I suppose Mike Pavinsky is the one saying three that. Phases. Though, so. Three phases. 
first one or phase phases? one for phase be, one non-existent. i get a seat back that's what that's the phase one and that's going to be a good phase because the seats are tight <laughs> is that true 104 you're going to put seat backs in no, no i have to buy the damn seat back but it's not that expensive it's like 75 bucks for a season or something silly i think what's what is money just get it man i'm just gonna have jay give me a low interest loan yeah exactly if it's 75 dollars for you to have better back health i will do that that's fine uh, we can sponsor it can we we can get we can get uh grid sponsor sponsor dad's lower back yeah yeah before a game you can sponsor a vertebrate Right. L three sponsored by John Fager. AJ's by AJ's exactly by AJ's the AJ's beef is L four. It's pretty beef. It's a beefy L. The beef would be lower. That'd be like yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be some of the bottom, the lumbar. Yeah, yeah. AJ's eat AJ's dot com. Yeah. Who would want to be associated right with my back fat? <laughs> Who would want to be associated with your back fat? Bring in Gridiron Metalworks. GridironMetal.com. No doubt. No doubt. GridironMetalworks.com. And if you enter Boiled at checkout, you get 15% off. You can get anything there. You can get spatulas. You can get grates. You can get uh, planters. You can get uh, posters. uh, You can get pictures of Derek. You can get pictures of Paul and Derek. You can get cooking hints and tips. Oh, yeah. Those are free. Those are free. Exactly. The, The pictures, too. Just ask them. Yeah. Oh, oh, happy yeah, raised says he bought his old man a gridiron grill grate last week. I was dead, not listening. With coupon code Boiled Sports, he's gonna love it. Do you, do you guys know if you oh, end up right sports will. at checkout, you get fifteen percent off? Just boiled. Your, I think it's boiled. Just boiled. 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 Sorry. Sorry. That's why I don't. That's I don't do that yeah. anymore. Boiled. Um, <laughs> boiled at checkout, you get fifteen percent yeah. off. Yeah. Tell him Boiler Dad sent you, and yeah. you get a griddle with his. No, I don't even say what's on there. They don't do that yet. Um, they don't do that yet. Oh man, John Junger says to just be sure to sear that back fat on both sides. That's what gridiron's mm. good, and then right after that, you can cover it with a nice soft Martin vintage shirt. Tom, mm. Tom Parker says, uh, "Hold on, a BS hat. Where can I send my money?" Hey man, oh, there's only hey. like two or three left. Boiled Sports fans only site. Boiled Sports You can get it in the Boiled Sports store on boiledsports.com. Which how many? How many sponsors can we piss off with one five-minute segment is really yeah. the question. Even oh, yeah. our own sponsorship uh, at our wonderful uh, fan shop. Why would we piss them off? Because we're misrepresenting everything? Because we're doing just an awful hey, job. Look, Me, there's no they know what they bought. They no know what they're getting into. Exactly. You, yeah, you partner up with us. Come on, you know. Well, let's let's think. Adam is not here. Generally, Adam is live in the margins with us. He's is not he? here today. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's not here. He's, that's two in a row. He, he slacked at the quick cast, and then he's now he's slacking at the handsome hour. Look at this. So he's going to get what he gets. Thing, he make here's, a, here's something that I want to tell all of you listeners. Just go and subscribe to the Boiled Sports YouTube page. If you want to get us something for Christmas, just hit a subscribe button. Hit that little bell. Like, hit like so that it'll yeah, appear sure. on the YouTube machines on Purdue fans. Purdue is Purdue material is hot right now. The algorithm <laughs> wants to put Purdue stuff up there. And <laughs> why does. not? Put boiled boiler dad's face on By more way, people's on more I saw people's Dylan, feeds. Dylan Kuhn in the chat. He joined. He said hello. Dylan reps the the BS hat all the time. I don't know if you guys have seen that. He wears it everywhere. Every game, he wears it all. It's his go-to hat. His fiance must love boiled sports because she sees BS all the time, all the time. 
all the time. He's, he's, he's getting married, I think in the spring. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've literally seen like five to 10 pictures of him with his fiance in the BS hat. (laughs) He's putting his money where his mouth is. The proprietor of the bearded builder. Yep, that's that's that's, a, that's an up and coming uh, Purdue business right there. That's Friend, of the about that. yeah, Friend of the program. Yeah, it is. Do we um, have Twitter questions uh, quickly before we go? We do. So you guys remember that um, I is just in a whimsical way one night said haikus, and people sent in amazing haikus. So I decided I would. All ask these engineers, it, it they're like um, so there um, are press. They're poets. all smart. They're smart, dude. That's all that matters. You're smart, bruh. It's true. That's true. How many, how many English majors could do engineering stuff? Let me ask you that. Zero. Not, not too many. I'm glad but, the only. I'm glad the not the two non-engineers are the ones singing the praises of the engineers. All the well, yes, this we couldn't get an engineering school. We know did this. Notice, did you My notice? Did you, wanted, did you notice? Engineers are kind of like MDs in that way. They want to make sure everybody can just clear. Just everybody. Does, every, does anybody need an engineer? Does anybody need yeah. a valve just built? Want to be clear? Right those two guys over there, that guy down there, he's not an engineer, and this guy's not an engineer either. My I just want to let you know was, that. <laughs> my favorite was a J Buddy a couple of weeks ago, where it doesn't matter what the school is ranked if you don't go to class. <laughs> <laughs> was that me saying yes. that? Yes. It yeah. Was. Yeah. I did not go to class very often. Uh, haikus. Um, no, it was not haikus. So this time I decided to challenge people. I said, tonight I request a few lines of, it was the night before Christmas Purdue edition. And they said not to let me down. So uh, let's let's go and see what we got here. Um, we, do got a, we have a couple things <laughs> that are not, they did not follow the rules, but that's okay. You can ask any questions you want. Um, Justin Densborn. Uh, says, "Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even move." <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> um, Jay Wood, Jay A. Wood says, "These are I like when you can whip together. You know, like you said, these it's a engineering school. Listen to this though. Now Edie, now Ivy, now Sasha and Zay, mm. Zay, uh, on Morton, on Caleb, on Newman and Trey." From the top of the key to the top of the lane, make your shots, make your shots, make them again. Okay, that's good. It's very okay. good. It's beautiful. Um, brought to I don't know if the, the 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 kind of rhythm was right at the end there, but the beginning was beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. It's kind of like uh, the beginning of the season. We just hit a little bit of a rough, rough spot. Paul Paul Hanke, long time, long time friend of the program, says it was the night before the final four, and all through Bourbon Street, not a capital H Hoosier was stirring. For in the first round, they'd been beat. But the Boilers fans were all hanging in bars with great cheer, for they knew wow. that soon champions would play near. Okay. That's, that, that one is a, it's a fictional story. It's, it assumes IU will be in the tournament. Um, <laughs> I was Zay Thompson. Thank you for helping with that, Steve. I, was, I tripped on that. You know when you're reading things, you're not listening to what it sounds like. You're reading yep. a word. So yep. I wasn't picking that up. Um, we also have some um, Greg McManus. Another, another friend of the show, uh, he asked a question. Can we remember a National Signing Day class this packed with talent, um, not even considering the transfers who also signed? And it feels like you've been following it pretty closely, more than we have. I mean, I know we see what's going on, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of talent out there. There's a lot of movement. It's I, a I think very solid class. Agency. Here's the thing that you guys uh, – see, I, I hate 
recruiting. And the reason I hate recruiting is the years of Hazel and Hope when we'd lose the guys who had been verbal for like a year. Um, they lost the guy who went played safety for Notre Dame. They lost the receiver who now plays for the Redskins. Pardon me, the football team in Washington. <laughs> it happened over and over, right? Where they lost that guy. They lost Roy Roundtree who went to Michigan. See, I, I remember these things. Okay? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. I they were lousy. Roundtree. They were lousy. So I grew to hate recruiting. But what's happened under under Brom is the signing class is actually what you think it's going to be plus. It's never a minus. And then it's there's like, a little like sprinkles. Yeah, sprinkles surprise. of fun. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This this recruiting class is rock solid. You have three stars and a couple four stars. There's nobody super weak. Tons of big, beautiful linemen, both oh, defensive tackles, see. offensive tackles, I guards. See big oh, boys, mm. give me the big more boys. receivers. Let's go. Let's go. Transfer oh. receivers. A couple transfer oh. receivers that are like oh. Bring man. up Mitch Wright's comment real quick. Bring up Mitch Wright's comment. Just which one? He, McLaurin, McLaurin, yes, okay. Wait, McLaurin was a verbal yes. to us. Yes, McLaurin was a longtime verbal with Purdue, like two months verbal with Purdue. And this is the thing that ripped my heart out so bad. I'm a cathedral grad. I really don't like cathedral, but McLaurin is a cathedral guy. He was he was an all in Purdue guy. He was one of those recruits that was recruiting other players. Ra ra ra, think great. He goes to does a Nike whatever they call it, a Spark Camp, I think. Can't remember what it was called back then. And he just was off the charts. He did awesome in Ohio State's like they flipped him a nickel, said, Hey, little guy, you want to come to Ohio State, be the fifth or sixth best receiver? Sure, you'll be number one at Purdue as a freshman. And he bit and he was gone. That was it. I don't super blame the guy because things were kind of bleak back then, but it pissed me off because he had been an all-in Purdue guy for months, and that was hard to swallow. So, That's all so Purdue getting all those additional recruits and new weapons. You know, having an experienced quarterback out there. Is there any news? Is there any news uh, for the quarterback? You will not find it from the source on Twitter. I can tell you that because he doesn't. He's wisely away from all social media. He should try to see if AOC is available. That would be because you know, he'd be like, oh, it's a good idea. I'll try that. Well, and the then... funny thing is that so his this is the thing the controversy comes by. Okay, so in case you didn't figure this out, Jay and I lean a little right, Anish leans a little left. Okay, we'll just tell you a little stuff, but we all think it's funny that he called himself AOC on Twitter. We all do, and so we ran with it. We said AOC because he called himself AOC on Twitter, and then he pulled the plug on all of his social media um, accounts, all of them. But we have run with it because we're like, he called himself. We'll keep with it. And it's funny. It's good. We're going to keep going with it. Okay. <laughs> and now let's go to the next step. Now this guy, he is clearly the starter. It's the first time Purdue yes. will go into the season with a starting quarterback into camp, spring, summer. Let's go. This is different. This is fun. I mean, and now the they've got 700 receivers to throw it to. <laughs> The biggest thing too is, uh, see, I think what the way that bulls are organized now is that it is like, unfortunately, yeah. it is kind of a yeah. glorified scrimmage. And the oh, there's bowl too many games, damn bulls. We all can agree on that. Too and many. it's not even that there are too many. It's like the it's it's a month and a half away. Sure. And so it's like, why keep them on for that? Keep players that are going to leave on for yeah. that long. There's no incentive yeah. for them to play. Um, but what this, but in our current reality, what it does give is AOC more practice time for next year. It gives mm -hmm. the depth 
that's going to come behind the players that aren't playing um in particular i mean like in particular i don't wait did you say um uh, uh horvath wasn't playing either horvath's not playing. so it'll get you know to give he's training kind of, for the senior bowl the hula bowl i believe yeah. And then he's getting ready to, to move so his stock. So running, running back depth, you can get a little creative there. Uh, mm-hmm. Wide receiver depth, like you can try to play, you know, uh, you you can experiment with who's going to be the number one mm-hmm. target next mm-hmm. year. Now that Bell is gone, may, like you said in the quick cast out, maybe we see Yanni in place, you know, pass rushing from mm-hmm. a step behind where George usually is. Or maybe yeah. we see him and, you know, drop back. We'll see it's him. Opportunity. It's an opportunity. It's something fun. It'll be a fun game. Um, it's not the most opportune, uh, you know, pick in terms of like, you know, against Tennessee in Nashville, but it is what it is. So did you guys listen to Brahms comments on his show or during the presser yesterday? The presser? No. Okay. So he just had a quick, you know, uh, post-practice interview yesterday. It's the first one I've seen in a while. He had the Jeff Brom show today, yesterday, today. I watched it right before we came on. And here's what I hear Jeff Brom saying, which I don't love. He says, let's keep it close because we don't have to come back from a long way down from Tennessee. That's not the most uh, confidence-inspiring, inducing thing that I've heard from Purdue's head coach. And he's also said this is a great opportunity for young guys to get moved in, to see some new things, to see some guys do some stuff they wouldn't have done, um, especially for a guy who already – I've already purchased a ticket. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't love that. So um, I'd like to see them beat Tennessee. Call me old-fashioned. That That's kind of – That's why you play the game? Why do you play the game, Herm? You play to win the game. You that's play right. to win the game. Absolutely. So, you don't play just to play. Nope. Play to win the I, game. I am – I think we have a couple of people in the margins asking if we are – if just clarifying our comments on whether we're happy that AOC has come back. We could not be more thrilled. Oh, that's awesome. Continuity. Like – we started the season not really all being sold on his arm, not being sold on him as the starting guy. I'll I admit, I was any of us called. I don't think any of us no. called for him being the starting guy. Nope. And at, by the end of the year, we were quietly begging for him I don't to think come Brum. back. You, you and I, I will go back to you and I were sitting yep. uh, in first row seats that you did not complain about, as I yep. recall, or mock I, me for buying. Because if UConn. I'm sitting, in my, my loyalty can be bought for a low, yeah. low price of yeah. one ticket. And... He was wearing. I still don't understand what was happening. He was not involved. Like a traffic in vest. He was wearing a traffic <laughs> vest, but not near. The other quarterbacks would all talk to Brom, talk to the coaches, and he was he just was like walking around with a clipboard in his traffic vest, with his like, hands behind his back, disengaged, quietly, disengaged. Play, and then the second half, he cut, and we're like, "Oh, look, he's in!" But it's forty-two to nothing, so or whatever. But so, do you remember what he did when he came in? He like, oh, he they was were perfect. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I continuity for the first time at quarterback with real weapons with a line that's going to get just one more year older instead of having to fill, you know, gaps, a line that's going to build some depth with, you know, new, you know, new player, uh, 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 new weapons on defense. This is, these are all good things. We can, we are allowed to have good oh, things and not. I'm so excited new. for next football season. It's, and oh. next football season, we'll get into this later, but the schedule isn't that bad. Oh, I can't wait. Over under is 9.5, gentlemen. Oh! Is 12 over or under 9.5? <laughs> Win them all. all in. Baby. Year of the Boilermaker, 2022. It is. It's the year of the Boilermaker. We, uh, we, by the way, I don't know. Well, we haven't really dug in deep with Dave and Michael, who might or might not write for the site still. 
But I don't know where they stand. Michael would be the funniest to ask because he's always the doomsdayer. He'll yes. go right. Oh, I don't know if they can run the ball. No kidding. Uh, they haven't been able to run the ball for years. It's okay. okay. Michael's doomsday is going to be eight wins next year. It'll be great. You're exactly right. Recorded himself making fun of me for dreaming of eight wins. He put it down on tape. It's awesome. And exactly. He's literally have? raised you to a place where you can put a little bronze statue of you for your eight, eight win prediction. <laughs> I don't even remember doing it. And he's like, one crazy guy was usually flying on the private jet. Yeah, I'm like, oh, he's talking about me. Okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> that idiot said eight wins. I think they lost one game and he was he was ready to he had a dumpster fire behind him. The funny thing is, like all of us kind of pointed as eight wins was the ideal or the really, really perfect season. Yeah, exactly. literally if everything went great and it'll be good. Just like Purdue, you know, undefeated national title basketball uh was the perfect season. We we might not quite hit there, it might just be one or two losses before the national title. But like, well, it'll be fine. It'll be yeah. fine. One or yeah. two losses before a national title. I think the national title counts the same. So, uh, mm-hmm. I think we'll be we'll be good. Uh, Butler, are you? Are you? Uh, is our indie correspondent going to? Uh, oh, he hates uh, this event so much. You don't want to say goodbye to it. I you don't like want to kiss. It. <laughs> but it was so I love, good. I love Gainbridge, but uh, I, I so, would. You're not going to go because of the down. chance that Purdue loses. You won't be able to handle it. I can't handle it. I can't handle that group. It's like, I know. It's like a super group of idiots. I can't handle them. Super idiots. So many yeah, of them. Yeah, but so many come brands. on. You'd love watching them. Dude, I was just in a building where team beat the number one team in the nation. That is a different experience. Like, uh, Hey, it's yeah. the first time you've experienced that. First time a lot of, well, almost, let's see, you're in a group of about, what, 20 that were with you? Oh, there was a lot of Purdue people there. Really? It, was, it was impressive. Purdue, I'd Purdue, say there were uh, club NYC is pretty good, right? Yeah. There were a lot of Purdue people there. There were a lot in, uh, relatively speaking, at Brooklyn. Um, Did you guys see, uh, well, you were there, Jay, Anish, you watched the game on TV. The thing that was noteworthy to me was when they went to dead ball before it looked like, uh, before Purdue got the ball in their last possession. We're talking about NC State? No, we're talking about Rutgers. Okay. Before Trey hit the game winner, just to see Harper hit the game winner, they were showing the Rutgers fans and students, they kind of panned the crowd, and people like were like, Oh my gosh, is this going to happen? I can't believe they're going to be a number one Purdue team. And we're all like, a number one Purdue team? That's intriguing. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, like they literally were like, this is the greatest thing. I, this could not be a better night. And we we're all like. Oh. They literally were saying that. There was, there was a guy screaming in his phone as we went outside saying, I'm never going to forget this game. I was like. It wasn't that good of a game, but see, this is where we are. We're the hunted. That's fine. I'm grid with being in this. Love it. That's different. It's a different feeling. And like I said to you, as I said in the quick cast, you're still the hunted in the top five. You're still the hunted in the top ten. When you're third, everybody still wants you, and everybody still wants to rush the court. They want that bad. And having been number one, actually, that lingers a little. This team was number one. This team was recently number. They have one loss, and they were number one two weeks ago or a week ago. Like that's oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, that's going to linger. But I think you, I remember you said after that game, Painter, I, I didn't see the press conference. I was just trying to get out of there alive. Mm-hmm. And you said he was saying stuff like, you said he didn't sound the least bit upset about it. And no, I think we all wasn't. agreed. Guys like Painter, guys like Sabin, they love a loss that they can just say, oh, you guys aren't ready. Look at you. Right. You're not. And I almost right. think this team had to learn. They, they didn't know how to play as. They, 
and he's pointed out some of these guys first they were really ripping, man. with they fans were ripping. Yeah. It, it, right it, yeah. for some of these guys and they're doing it as number one it, it, a lot of growing up to do and and hopefully that's it that's the growing pains but they're still going to be hunted like you somebody said. somebody had a great point i think it was newbert maybe it was somebody else maybe you guys heard this somebody said a week of home practice meaning on your practice court where painter can chew on you and kick your ass and there's not weird travel schedules and all mm-hmm. that stuff is really really important to purdue right now so this week this week is, yeah is really pivotal and i tend to agree if I they come out looking today. like we expect them to look on saturday then you think okay those were okay those okay. were what happens in december the right. last week right? right i mean i didn't love i'll be honest i didn't love like you know those vignettes that the i, I mean uh, I love that they do them. I love the fact that Purdue's been highly ranked, so we've mm-hmm. been able to see these. But I didn't love a super loose, uh, yucky, you know, funny group of Purdue players going into Brooklyn, just like, yeah, hey, look at us, this is this is fun. Like you just got beat by Rutgers. I, I'd like yeah. you to have a little bit of seriousness here because it would show me that you're sobered by that loss, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see that at some point. I want to see them sobered enough that they're like, okay, we're pissed and we're a better team than what we showed, and now we're going to show you guys, right? Not too high, not too low. Joe Tiller's special. That's right, the Joe Tiller special. And and Painter's big on that philosophy overall too, right? So, um, <laughs> Did you see the comment in the soft bar? I don't know if you saw that exchange on Twitter this week. Uh, Vortex says, I heard Painter is soft. Painter is soft now because Trey is wearing a headband. So some there's some Purdue guy out there with like you know three followers who has been beating on Trey of all people. Trey's great. Shut and, your damn hole. And saying he's looked n- noticeably less serious about his game since he started wearing a, a headband. And you Trey's can't a badass. Tell, after a few, you're like, okay, this is a bit, right? And then right. it keeps going and he keeps getting into it with people, and you're like, are you because there are people out there who believe things like that, right? Oh, yeah. They yeah. fixate on something stupid and then they yeah. just won't let it go. Um Greg McManus says he told him it was joking. Yeah. People tend to do that too when they after get they've been depanced pilloried by people. Yeah, they exactly. kind of go, Ah, you guys, I was, ah, Kyrie Irving doesn't think the world's just flat. Playing. I was kidding, everyone. Exactly. Gotta lighten up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he was joking. So I have a neighbor. He's an IU grad. His wife's an IU grad. His daughter plays uh, played soccer at IU, and his son played tennis at IU. Okay. Okay. My next door neighbor. He's awesome, actually. Is he the one who floods your lawn? No, no. This is this. That's the old house. This guy's great. He's honestly great neighbor by any any measure. Great neighbor. The other day, that was today. He says, he says, so I watch Purdue. I said, I said, oh, he sent me a text. It was great. Purdue loses to Rutgers. And, um, and he said, he said, wow, I saw that game. I said, well, uh, not every team can just, you know, just lose a game, not just blow a 22 point lead to lose a game. And I was like, yeah. he doesn't get that. I'm pretty battle tested in this stuff. Right? right. We deal with it every day. So right. I have, I have retorts ready. And I, yeah, did. of course. And he said, touche. And, and then I just went into a litany of why Purdue deserved to lose. Anyway, so, but he says, he says to me, he says, I don't know. I'm not too impressed by Trey Williams. I said, you're not watching enough of Trey Williams. I said, that guy is a beast. And you're going to see him up close in Assembly Hall, and he's going to kick IU's ass this year because this guy is motivated. He's it's the straw that stirs this drink. It's a he's a bad now. man. Nobody loses to IU anymore. They just go in there and wipe the floor with IU. <laughs> That's a. It's kind of a rite of passage at Purdue. It's like hitting the drum at halftime. <laughs> I, I I am a firm believer. I said this to you guys last year. You guys didn't agree with me. I still believe it. I'm just going to say this until it happens. They just got to lose one. They oh, just they gotta do. Got to lose one. 
And I mean, I use not a bunch not of, year. you know, co-rec but. players. So I have maybe a hard time believing they just get me. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe next, next year. year. I think here's the thing. If I were IU and I see the way it's not just that, you know, IU gets talent. That's not a big deal. And I know that's all they see is talent. Even their football team, they're cheating right now to get talent. I will stand on that. They just won two games. They lost their offensive coordinator and they got the 25th best recruiting class. Bull crap is what I'm going to say. So I'll say that here on this podcast. That's garbage. That doesn't happen. It's IU. You're recruiting to Bloomington. Nobody cares about that place. Nobody. There are no fans there. My neighbors are good fans. There's about seven IU football fans. Somehow they're getting recruits. Whatever. Okay. So, but Purdue basketball, they are building a. The culture continues better. And I have a I have a Purdue friend, uh, fan friend that said Purdue is at the point now where you lose a pro and you gain a pro in two years. They are recruiting in a way that now there's a rhythm. And guess what? Somebody said this earlier in the margin. They said, is that five-star guy about to announce that he's going to come to Purdue? Well, guess what? Purdue's going to get their best point guard ever in the history of the program very soon. If you guys haven't paid attention, you're not on Golden Black. I'm not going to mention names. It's going to happen. And this kid reminds me of Suggs from 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 uh, Gonzaga. He is a mother. He is long. He is athletic. He is underrated because he got injured a year ago. He's going to be one of those guys that you're just praying for signing day because he's that good. He also is, I'm not going to say where he's from. He also has connections to Purdue. This guy's coming to Purdue. He's ridiculously skilled. He's a year away. Okay. He's coming in the class of, am I right? 23? 23. Yep. 23. This is what Purdue does now. And there's okay? a six. And they have lawyer coming in next year who can hit from the doors class. of the gym. You, you include um, a Kaufman, a Trey Kaufman Red. Oh. This is a six person class next year. So like it's a it, you know let's go it, yeah I, you know let's so after they, after they win the title and uh, all back of that back, you know, we don't rebuild we reload we reload exactly. things are different guys things are different and the dam is gonna break I've been saying this since they lost to Virginia these two guys can both attest to this I'm not a shiny a shiny rainbow guy no, I don't believe everything's gonna work out the final four is coming. It is coming. If not this year, it's coming in the next two or three. But I think it's coming this year. Undefeated national champions. We can go back in time and revise that. I don't uh, care. Uh, I'll take a championship and a loss to Rutgers. Just like we talked about the fact that Virginia traded being the first team to lose to a 16 for a national title a year later. Yeah. Everybody would take most people would take that that I think. Not everybody. Yeah. That's a tough being the butt of jokes for a little bit to win a national nobody thinks about it now. That's for sure. Nobody cares now. If you don't win the title. It's just like the the Ray Allen shot, you know, the Miami Heat. That's the hardest way that, you know, uh, the Spurs lost the title. And it doesn't matter because they came back the next year and kicked everybody, and won uh, you know, out of yes. the way and won the yeah. title. Uh, so it's like it, if that redemption arc, you know, uh, helps, helps soothe yeah. the wounds. Yeah. Uh, but we're not going to need it. We're going to win the title. But this so, team so. is on the shoulders of greatness. This is the whole thing, guys. You guys are both old enough to, to have suffered long. Everybody in the margin except for Jared, my pal over here, is old enough to have suffered through some bull crap, Right. Even Jared, he's a generational Purdue fan. I know him. I've known him since he was, he was five. But these, the, we all get it, right? As Purdue got to number one, and then as they climb and they get past the round of eight, these type of things are like, okay, something is different. 
something is something they're chipping away at history. They're chipping away at the problems the program has had. Jay said it years ago. Jay said it in 20, was it 2018 when they lost in Louisville? You're like, that type of loss breaks your spirit, right? Losing to Virginia when they when you're up 2.9 seconds and final four is tantalizingly close. You can smell it and you don't get there. That stuff hurts, but it's all a process. It's all getting you there to me. So I would like to close this. I'm going to actually take direction from a reader. Steve McCabe points out that there is a another one more towards the night before Christmas out there. And it fits so nicely with everything you were just saying. It's awesome. it's synergy around here. Just like that logo that was on your screen before we when we weren't able to start. That's right. Well, we couldn't get me on. Yeah. Uh, he says, "Twas the night before signing day, and all through God's country, not a creature was stirring, not even a swami." When what to my wondering eyes should appear, Kutch Brahm with a bag full of crutes coming here. I like that he said bag of crutes, not of something else. Come Brady, come Joe, come a whole host of boilers. Assemble, called Jeff and his staff. Let's play football. And the whole Boiled Sports crew and all of Purdue Nation knew the good times were here for the rest of creation. Hmm. That might hmm. be a long time, but I'll take it. a long it. time. I'll take it. National titles from now until, you know. In everything. Exactly. We'll be good. <laughs> Well, uh, it's uh, uh, it's 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 refreshing to think things are a possibility to me. Yes. It, that's the thing. It's literally it's not good like times. no good times. I mean, Jay and I used to like when it was just he and I and Tim years and years ago. Some of you were with us, and it was like who was going to be the person who was the downer, right? <laughs> Who's going to just say that's not happening this year, <laughs> right? We and we all kind of we all felt that way, <laughs> right? Exactly, and we all took turns being optimist, being a pessimist, right? Yeah. But now it's like you're kind of like I think it's smart to say, okay, what do I see? Assess that, and what is the next logical step based on what I see, based on the reality, right? Right. There is lots of reason to have hope. Just, just tons of it, right? You've got very veteran coach on basketball, very good recruiting pipelines. Culture is being developed in both sports. And winning is becoming the norm, especially in basketball. We absolutely, we expect teams to, if not win the Big Ten title, to contend, to be very, very good, to come out in January, have their crap together after a couple of months of like floundering around. This year's a little bit different. So if they follow that and they've already done their floundering around and they got to number one, fun stuff. Anything else? I'd like to thank no. our sponsors again. AJ, Iron Metal, Martin Vintage. Yep. Great sponsors. Good, good people. We just, we, we can't, uh, they're Purdue people. That's, that's, that's awesome to have them here. So, um, and thank you for the live listeners and the people that are just tuning in right well, now. Well, the deceased. In. Sorry. No, that's not what you meant. <laughs> we have very few dead listeners. <laughs> they don't shut the show off though i will say they listen to completion that's true that's true um, you know what my grandfather would say if he were alive today what's that help let me out of this box it's dark in here <laughs> see there's this see i've got two I... grandfathers they're both uh, cremated so they wouldn't even say that <laughs> <laughs> well these don't be literal don't be logical with my jokes okay sorry sorry but well, it's uh, it's been a pleasure, guys. Uh, thanks for thanks to everybody tuning in. Thanks for um, we'll, we're going to try to do this uh, next week if we if work allows, if outside life allows, we'll probably try to get together sure. again. Yep, and um, <laughs> and we'll um, 
next time we see a Purdue will be again, they'll be, they'll be in that two, three range knocking on the door. If they can handle their business week, which I think they will in Indianapolis and in God's country right after. So, mm-hmm. um, been a pleasure. Uh, appreciate you guys, uh, hammer down. God bless you. I love you guys. Good night.